When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a runaway cow in Virginia smashed through the front doors of a doctor's office. Tony Kornheiser, that cow must have been moving. Oh. That cow was utterly out of control. Oh. Wait, I'm going to keep milking this. Oh. I wonder if the cow had beef with the doctor. These are all good lines. Maybe one you too know, many. But I don't believe lines. this happened in Virginia. You know, it's another one of really? those Florida man, a Florida cow, a Florida woman. Florida it's cow, Virginia. Though. Not a Florida man, a Florida cow. Mm. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Lions are favored over the Vikings. Rock Purdy takes on Tom Brady, and Baker Mayfield wins in his Rams debut. But we begin today with the World Cup, where Argentina just eliminated the Netherlands. Lionel Messi assisted on one goal and scored on a penalty kick to put Argentina up 2-0 before the Netherlands roared back to tie it at the very end of stoppage time. Eventually, Argentina won it in penalty kicks. In the early game, Croatia tied the game late and then won in penalty kicks when Brazil's Marquinhos thumped one off the post. Wilbon, I know you watch. You've been watching all week. Your reaction to everything we just watched. Tony, I didn't have a horse in the race. I mean, I root for Brazil in virtually everything. Whenever Brazil is not playing the United States, I root for Brazil. I, I just do. I, I've been doing that for 30, 40 years of watching okay. international sports in person. So I was disappointed when Brazil lost. But, Tony, you know, the, the questionable tactic of not having Neymar in there to take a PK and saving him and tears running down his face. But the, the, the dominant thing for me is just the emotion expended, Tony. The tears, the praying, the crying, the desperation, and that's just in the stands. I mean, on the field, it's the same thing. It's just, look, I've covered sports across the world. A lot of it's sitting shoulder to shoulder with you. World Series, Final Fours, Olympic Finals, Championship Fights, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals. I've I've seen it all in person. None of it tops this. It might equal this. None of it is better. None of it's more exciting. None of it's more more dramatic. Tony, you don't have to love soccer. Anybody in America who says, oh, there's not enough goals, they should be deported for even thinking that because it's too (laughs) stupid and it's too just sort of (laughs) local to even put up with when you watch the drama and the splendor of what we saw today. It's so wonderful. You have gone from putting people in jail to now deporting people Get if out. they don't agree with you, which is That's great. That's right. Um, so I'm not a soccer person, but I appreciate watching this because in both of these games, there were, to me, impossible comebacks. Yes. If you're up to nothing... You're really not supposed to lose in soccer or get tied in soccer. And both things go to penalty kicks. I'll bring up one thing. Well, two things, really. The last goal by the Netherlands, where instead of trying to blast it, they dribble it right through the line, and then the guy peels off and kicks it in. That was very surprising to me and wonderful to me. But I want to bring up the fact that you always talk to me privately and publicly about Lionel Messi. And you say, I don't want to hear that he's the GOAT because he's never won a World Cup. Nobody could have done more for his country than Lionel Messi did today. 
That's and right. the most beautiful thing to me is when he's got a penalty kick, he is so casual the way calm. he walks up to the so ball. Calm. So yes. casual. And then knocks it in. That was, it was, even for me, that was yeah. fun to watch. It was. Tony, that was fun to watch. And Messi, I like to tweak all the Messi is God people. I do. Including my son who's on that bandwagon. I'm texting him during the thing saying, if your boy goes out, if your boy goes out. Well, he didn't go out. And he was brilliant. No, he didn't go out. He was the best was. player probably he on the, the field. He had the assist. He had the assist. He was, he he had was that just great. great. on the first goal. So I have to yeah. eat it at Got least it. until the Good. next game. But, I mean, Wonderful. England, France tomorrow. I swear to God, if you are doing anything else other than watching France and England, I will come and find you and stuff you back in well, your no, house in well, front of the no. TV. Have the police deport me. Have them deport me. I'm giving me you an extra chance. If I'm doing that. Giving you an extra chance. Thank you. We move now. All right, enough of this. We move now to the possible resurrection of Baker Mayfield's career. After being waived by Carolina on Monday and claimed by the Rams on Tuesday, Mayfield practiced with the Rams on Wednesday and then led Rams to a dramatic comeback victory on Thursday. Wilbon, does this feel like a moment or potentially something bigger? It's a moment. It's the biggest moment of anybody's life who's not named like Brady or Montana. Come on. I mean, you know, seriously, I, I, you know, I don't watch Thursday night games. I'm boycotting streaming. That's a personal thing. But I happened to be in a restaurant in Scottsdale last night. Steak 44, I'll drop that name. I'm sitting in there and I'm watching because I'm faced with a 70-inch flat screen. So I got to watch it. And I'm watching Baker Mayfield. I'm like, this guy is off the street. He's been there 48 hours. He can't know any of the terminology. Football players like to talk about the terminology. He can't know any of it. He goes 95 or 98 or whatever it is with no timeouts. Come yes. on. This is a lifetime yeah. thrill. When he go, when he retires, he can think back. I don't care. Tony, what's going to top this? Maybe if he does the same thing in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady gets 50 of these. Nobody else gets that many lifetime thrill no, for right. him. No, you're right. So the word you're looking for is verbiage. They love to say verbiage in football camps. Verbiage. We got that. Okay. So he goes, Baker Mayfield goes 15-20 in the fourth quarter. He leads his team on two touchdown drives. The last one, as you correctly say, is an eight-play drive covering 98 yards without timeouts. And that is, as you are saying, that's Tom Brady land. I know that you've hated Mayfield for years and made fun of him. But you got to give it up. This was a remarkable performance. Does it mean something for the future? I don't know. But I'll say this. This is what I thought about. We talk a lot about Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay as offensive geniuses. And I don't begrudge that because I think they are. We listened to Steve Young yesterday say about Baker Mayfield, if he can't get to the top of whatever he is with Sean McVay, it's on him. And the mythology about those guys is this. They create fantastically complex offensive schemes. This guy had one practice. He doesn't know the plays. He doesn't know the name of his teammates. And he did this. So don't tell me how complex it has to be. Because Baker Mayfield showed up. This reminds you why he won the Heisman and why he was the number one overall pick at one point. It it was tremendous. Tremendous. He's got some magic in him. And last night it came spilling out. And it was just, it yes. was incredible to watch. You know, yeah, I like tweaking him too. I like tweaking him and Messi. Yes, you do. Well, it ain't going so yes, well. I got to eat well, both of those. I'm happy to. Happy to eat it you're on both of those, given the way those guys soon. played. 
Pretty hey. soon we'll deport you if you go over for That's three. That's fine. So That's we'll fine. Do I, do I get the pick? Can I go to Monte Carlo? Do I get the pick? No. Let's move. No. I to one of Sunday's games. The Vikings are 10-2 and two, but listed as two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Lions at Ford Field. The Vikings won their first matchup earlier this season in Minnesota. Tony, should the Lions, and of course you love talking about point spreads and all this betting I do. garbage. I do. Should I do. the Lions be favored over the Vikes? Absolutely not. I love talking about this stuff, although I am not a gambler, as you know, but I love talking about this stuff. Absolutely not. Uh, the Vikings are 10-2, and two, and the Lions are 5-7. and seven. The Lions have won 4 out of 5, which is really good. The Vikings have won 9 out of 10, which is really better. There are reasons that the point spread could shrink. It's in Detroit. That's worth a couple of points at least. It's a Great. division game. Those two tend to be closer than, than other games. But, but no, you, there's no way on earth... The Lions are fun to watch, and they score a bunch of points. They have the worst defense in the league. They allow 27 points a game. They're worst in yards allowed. They're worst in points allowed. So absolutely not. It shouldn't be. Now, what this tells you is that this is the potential trap game. They lure you into betting on Minnesota because they go, wow, you're going to get points, and a team is 10-2. and two. Then you put the money on Minnesota, and somehow Detroit wins. Maybe that'll happen, Mike. But no, Detroit should not be favored. No. I mean, I, Tony, what I hate about this stuff is when people try to tie it to the football game. It ain't tied to the football game. It's just betting. It's inspired. Right. It's to shape. It's to influence who you put your money on with your bookmaker or in Vegas right there. In per- or now we could do this in or Maryland. We could do this where, you know, you could do it almost duel. anywhere. Right. It doesn't right. have anything to do with football. Right. It has to do with betting. And so I, I, I don't – the Detroit Lions are going to win the game. The Detroit Lions, look, oh. I, I watched these NFC Central games all my life, okay? I told you at the beginning, you can go back and get the tape, but I wasn't betting. I said to you in about week six when the Vikings were 5-1 and one or something like that, I said to you, the Bears are going to beat the Vikings this year. The Lions are going to beat the Vikings this year. That's going to happen. The Bears have no players left, and they're still going to beat the Vikings, okay? So this doesn't have anything to do with football. The Vikings are still going to win the division. They are having a terrific season, but they're going to lose to the Lions in Ford Field on Sunday. Well, That's the deal. Okay. That's okay, and that is the whole essence of a trap game. They were the, the Vikings were getting points at home against Dallas a few weeks ago. They lost by 37. By 37, the biggest margin of the year. Nobody trusts the Vikings. You like that? Let's take a break. Coming up, what kind of chance does Brock Purdy have of beating Tom Brady on Sunday? And what should we expect out of Tiger Woods and the match? Tomorrow night, I didn't even know there was a the match until I talked to Charles and he said he was in Florida. What is that? I have to tell you that the soccer was thrilling. It, it was, was thrilling. It was, it was thrilling. Anybody I don't want it every who week. wasn't riveted it was has thrilling. to get out. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old, unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. 
They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Time for Wilbon and me to get down and wordy. What's first? Brock Purdy's chances of beating Tom Brady on Sunday are blank. They're pretty good. You see what I did there? Pretty good, right? You like that. Look, uh, Tampa Bay is a bad team. They're 6-6, six and six, and two of those wins are Brady miracles against the Rams and against the Saints. They have the worst offense in the league, Mike. They average 18 points a game. I don't want to get carried away with the destruction of the 49ers because Jimmy Garoppolo isn't playing anymore. All right? Kyle Shanahan puts a quarterback out there, asks him to manage the game, and let his defense win it. And he gives a quarterback enough stuff on offense that if he's pretty good, he's going to score a lot of points. Purdy was, I think, 25 of 37. I mean, that look, I, I have watched Cooper Rush. I have watched um, Zappi, Bailey Zappi. I have now watched Baker Mayfield win in these games. Why would I bet against Brock Purdy exactly? I won't. My, my word is child's play, though, Tony. This is Willock. Purdy was a child all of Brady's career. He's been a child, and he grew up in somebody's backyard or in a gym or on a field at his high school, you know, going down the field in his head as a kid. I'm going to beat Tom Brady. I mean, I did this. You did this. I don't know who you beat. I was beating the Packers and Bart Starr when I was a a little kid. This This is what you dream of. This is why you're attracted to sports in the first place. It's not because of analytics. You want to go down the field and beat the people that you hate or admire. And so Purdy wants to go down the field and, like, child's play. And, be, and by the way, Tampa's got the worst offense in the, in the division. Or, so, you know, they're yes, beatable. it's the worst. They're beatable. They are. 18 points a game. I think I said yep. that. Do you pay attention to this show? No. At my age, I wanted, to beat, I wanted to beat Abner Doubleday at my <laughs> age. What's next? Tomorrow evening's edition of The Match should be blank. My word is on another time. You know, put it Christmas evening. Or or it should have been Thanksgiving evening. I always thought it was on holidays. You know, that would be, I don't understand why it's today. And I always thought Phil was involved. What happened to Phil? Oh, wait, I know what happened to Phil. He tubed his entire career. Now, this thing, this thing usually has athletes from other sports. Steph Curry's been in it. Charles Barkley's been in it. Peyton Manning's been in it. Tom Brady's been in it. Now they have real golfers. They got Tiger and Rory. They got Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. I like when it's played for laughs. So I hope they talk and I hope they joke because I will watch. It's 12 holes, apparently, at something called the Pelican Club in Tampa. And Mike, if it's in Tampa, Booger ought to be doing it. 
Booger ought to be playing. Booger has played more golf lately than Tiger. Tiger hasn't played since Easily. the British Open. Easily. <laughs> this edition yeah. of the match will be wonky for all the reasons you said. You don't have any quarterbacks. But quarterbacks, of course, you know, if you're going to sell this thing outside the United States of America, you, you, you got to identify them. Because while we know them and idolize them and they're iconic figures here, they don't even know them. They don't know them outside our shores. They just don't. So they're going to put people out there that the world knows. And, yes, it's usually like the Friday after Thanksgiving. How do I know? Because I yeah. go to it. I have flown yeah. out to it. It's been in Arizona. I get in a Kia with Charles. Yes, Charles drives a Kia. I get in a Kia Good with Charles, Charles Barkley, and I just I go. You. Get a free car. I, yeah. I, no, I'm not going to so get a today, free car. It's Charles. I'm going to ride with him. Wonky. Golfers. Oh, well, you've already tried to get a free dinner at that restaurant you named in well, Arizona. Larry Fitzgerald. Now you drop Kia to get a dinner. Would, would you? You wouldn't even drive a Kia. You wouldn't even put your behind into a Kia. I, I Charles has. Why well, riding Charles's you. Kia? Come on now. That's because it's Charles. That's the well, final yeah. word. Let's take one last break. Still to come. Could the Eagles or Bills get upset Sunday? Bet you're shocked to hear Charles actually drives a Kia, aren't you? Uh huh. Should Ohio State's buzzer beater have counted? What do you drive? You drive a Mercedes and you drive a BMW. Ladder. And then what did you, your, your other cars are I'm a GMC Grand guy in Chicago, like American, American, American really? car in Chicago. That's so many cars. Acadians. So- Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy time, people. Happy 30th birthday on Sunday, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon is a Wilbon favorite going back to his days at the University of Virginia. As a second-round pick by Milwaukee, Brogdon was Rookie of the Year in 2017. The Bucs traded him to Indiana, where he averaged 21 points and six assists his first year there. Down the road, Indiana traded him to Boston for five players and a number one pick. Currently, Brogdon is backing up Marcus Smart at point guard for the Celtics, and playing 23 minutes a game. Brogdon leads the NBA in three-point field goal percentage with 49.4, and he's shooting 50% overall from the field. Brogdon is averaging 14 points, four assists, and four rebounds, and he is likely to be mentioned for sixth man of the year. Tony, you're totally right. I love Malcolm Brogdon. I got a chance to talk to him the other night before the game in Phoenix, and he seems perfectly cast as a Celtic. You know, it just seems like the place for him to be. They love him his coaches, his teammates, he loves them. And if you could do a teammate of the year, not just six man, it may be Malcolm Brogdon. 
they they made a smart, 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 smart acquisition in getting him in the offseason. Happy anniversary, Walter Payton. This is posthumous, but on this day 38 years ago, Coach Mike Ditka had the Bears' legendary running back play quarterback for a series against the Packers after the third-string quarterback, Rusty Lish, fumbled for the fourth time. Aside from 175 yards he gained rushing, Peyton completed that. one of four passes Look and had him. one intercepted. Late in the game, Peyton threw a two-yard touchdown pass to Matt Suey on a halfback option play. This is the game Wilbons referenced last week, though Peyton didn't actually start. In his career, Peyton threw eight touchdown passes, the most by a non-quarterback since Frank Gifford's 14. Tone, I know it's generally accepted, and I have always accepted Jim Brown as the greatest player in NFL history. Let me just say this. If yes. I was going to make a case for anybody else in terms of blocking, catching, throwing, being a, just a brilliant football player, it would be Walter Payton, who admittedly is my last childhood idol was Walter Payton. And so when I you put these clips up there, it's almost hard for me to watch at times, particularly when you say the late Walter Payton still would have been a young man. He's been gone for a while, 20 years or more. One of the greats of all time, period, in the NFL. We are filled on this show with your idols. Yesterday it was Bob Love and Bob everybody Love. else on the ball. Yes. Happy trails to last night's game for Rutgers. Rutgers was leading 65-64 when Caleb McConnell went to the foul line with five seconds left. He made the first for 66-64, and then he missed the second. Ohio State gathered the rebound, got the ball to Bruce Thornton, streaking up the right side. Thornton threw the ball to Tanner Holden, who drained a three at the buzzer. That was Holden's only basket of the game. But Mike, he may have been lucky to have gotten it. Holden may have been out of bounds just prior to getting Thornton's pass. And if so, Holden would have been ineligible to touch that ball and shoot it. Yeah, first back in, and it wasn't, he wasn't apparently out of bounds. He was out of bounds. He took several steps out of bounds. And so they just missed it. There's no replay for that, I don't think, in college basketball. I don't even know if there should be, but you, you hope somebody sees it because it affected directly the outcome of the game. Yeah, the rule is if you're pushed out of bounds, you can come right, right back in he, and get the ball. He went on his own. But if Wasn't you pushed. go out of bounds and Wasn't stay pushed. there for a while and eat a sandwich, you can't just come back and be the first person to touch yep. the ball, which is That's right. why people are saying it's, it's wrong. One correction, the Bucks are the lowest scoring team in the NFC, which Mike said. Not the lowest scoring team in the NFL, which I said, but that's what I meant to say. I don't mean to make mistakes, people. I don't. Let's go to the big finish. Music. The Ravens are at the Steelers on Sunday. Do you like Mike Tomlin to win his third in a row? Yeah, if Lamar Jackson is not going to be out there, then I like the Steelers. If Eagles at Giants, Jets at Bills, you smelling an upset in either. I'm not really. I'm not. I mean, I think the Bills are poised for a big game. If I had to pick one, I would pick the Giants, but I don't know. I don't like either of their chances. The Suns are at the Pelicans tonight for the lead in the West. Who you got? I know it's early. I know the Suns are right up there with the Pelicans at the top of the West, but I'm a little worried. A little worried about the Suns right now. I think the Pelicans wind up winning, like, decisively. The Leafs scored three goals in 66 seconds as Toronto beat the Kings 5-0. You impressed? So you worried about the Suns yeah. because they were down 45 yeah. to the Celtics the other night? Yes. You yes, ought I'm to worried. be worried about that. I'm worried. Am I impressed? The Toronto's good this year. Toronto, I believe, is third in the East. And maybe third overall in terms Toronto's of points. Good last last one. Army-Navy game tomorrow. He got in the Army-Navy game. I don't have a horse in the race, but I live 
in the same state and close, like within 30 minutes of Navy, I wind up rooting for the Naval Academy. That, is that good enough reason they're my neighbors? Can I live with, can you live with that? That's fine. I'll just say this. There is nothing more thrilling than when the cadets and the midshipmen march yep. in. Yep. Nothing yep. more thrilling. True. It's fabulous. We're out of True time. That. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown from right here in L.A. and Severed Eastern. Jalen, Stephen A., Malika, me. And now here's sports. Are you going to have anybody deported if they don't love the soccer? Yes. I mean, you know, are you yes. going to try to run that ball? Leave them out handcuffs. Deportation. Handcuffs, get out. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old, unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.